0: I'm gonna do a test. So, if me and you were talking about here, uh, I just want to test your volume. Obviously, I'm quite low there because it's quite directional. Uh, that's still yes. quite low. What about a hum? Mm. Mm. That's still very low, and I'm. Mm. Mm. That's very low. That's, just, that's good. That's very loud. Look, you're peaking. Uh, so, please uh, clap w- out there. Obviously, this is just us testing. Right. So that's what it's like a flamenco. Can I see if we can spot the difference between your clap and mine? See, right? Okay. very similar aren't they yeah <laughs> there's no difference i don't think you could spot a different uh whether it's me or maybe we could clap uh some taylor tracks songs well what yeah i mean we're supposed to be humming but uh, hum and clap all right i'll do a hum first uh, you've got to try and guess it um um mm mm mm, mm, mm. One. Mm, 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 mm It's not the birds, is it? It's not the birds, no. Oh, I do know, but I just can't think. You uh, made it with me. I mean, Ray Slobin. Yeah. Ray Sloban. Uh, what's it called? A screwdriver. Yes. See, there you go. Okay. okay, your turn to hum and then meet a guest. Uh, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm not going to do a tidy track. Oh, I'm going to do a, a classic. Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Is
0: it a is, is it hard house track? No, it's a trance track. Oh, it's a trance track. <laughs> Delirium song. Yes. Delirium, yes, yes very good. Well done. Got I you. like that, yeah. So enough of that humming game. Uh, I don't think you can clap. Shall I try and clap a track? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, see if you can get this one. No, I can't get that track. That's how you're already. <laughs> All right. It's brilliant. So uh, yeah, that's the end of that. Now we are supposed to be just humming and uh, um, clapping. I'll just do a little uh, Latino clap. Okay. Like, like the Gypsy Kings. <laughs> That's very good. Holy! So when was the last time you clapped uh, as an audience clap? Uh, school prize-giving stuff. Yeah. You when you're clapping too much, you know, you just stop, don't you? It gets boring. Yeah. I don't, I don't like clapping. I don't like clapping. I don't I didn't think it's should I'd like, to, I'd like to work back where the invention of clapping came from. What, why do we do that? Well, monkeys. Monkeys. Monkeys clap, don't they? They, they beat the chest to attract attention to females and males. Then they must have clapped for food. There's the slow clap, of course. I mean, get on with it. Yeah, get, get on with it. With it. There's the uh, enthusiastic clap. Well, oh, Oh, yeah, you. lovely. Well done. Uh, and then there is the clap used as a, a percussion instrument. Yeah, which you just did there. That's right. right. So, homin. Um, I think that's... Uh, I've got a theory about humming. Uh, it's the same as whistling. I think people who whistle publicly are either... A, embarrassed, uh, B, scared, uh, or C, trying to attract attention to themselves. Now, if you go into a toilet and you're going to get your penis out, you yeah. whistle because you're embarrassed. Right, yeah. Yep, yep. Now, if you're going into a big haunted house building and you're a bit, and you're on your own, you're opening it up. What yeah. do you do? What you whistle, don't you? Because you're scared. Yeah, uh, yeah. And usually, old men whistle uh, when they're annoyed in the morning and they're going to get a paper. So, when would you hum? Mm, mm. I think it's out of fashion. I mean, I think you maybe you hum when you're happy or you just don't like silence. Would you hum mm-hmm. on your own? I, I rarely hum. Rarely hum. Uh, when was the last time you hummed? I don't... Well, I'd never hummed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you're in the shower.
1: hmm
0: I think you'd whistle in the shower. Yeah, Uncle Ralph used to uh, random whistle. Just no tune. No tune. That's all. <laughs> he used to do that all the time. Passing. Old men whistle, that, isn't Old it? man whistle. Yeah, no tune, just a random whistle. So, when was the last time you whistled, can you think, in the car? Mm. A good record comes on the radio. Do you A, whistle, B, hum, or three, sing along? Sing along, never whistle or hum. (laughs) So, you're not a whistler? No. Or a hummer? No. And you hate clapping? People who who hum don't like silence. (laughs) Mm. I think people hum when they're working sometimes, Uh, mm, mm, mm. and they sort of there's that sort of got to get it done. Mm, mm, Mm -hmm. mm, mm. Why would you hum? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, there's the other option you you can la. La la la, la la la. Ah, now you see, I like the la. Now I'd I'd suggest that I'd do more la than humming. So tracks on the radio, la, la 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 la. Yeah, because yeah, you can get more tone to it. You can't get any tone to a hum. La 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 la. la, 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 la. That's yeah, much, much better, better. Yeah. So maybe we should re uh, re advertise this as not humming and clapping, but more laring. Yeah, lars. <laughs> Lars by the tidy boys. So we've covered that. I said this would be tricky. La 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 la. I don't la, know. La la yeah. la 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 Oh, it's heaven's cry, loud, isn't it? Yeah. Now, when we did this, I said it would struggle to get to 79 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've just looked at the clock and we're only about six and a half minutes in. Uh, regrets? A little bit, yeah. Hum, Whistle and La, it's a good name for a band. Hum, Whistle and La, or is it, a, is it a DJ trio? Hum, Whistle and La. Well, the colour beds. Uh, you said a minute ago you suggested we put some music on this rather than just... Well, hum- maybe, what about rerunning some of our um, previous B-sides? What like? Like the Hoover. Yeah, we could put the Hoover on, which was uh, two in a tent, uh, and also the follow-up, Turn a tank. There was, I think we did a B-side, which was just humming. Let's do that. So we put that on. Yep. That'll waste a bit of time. Anything else we could put on here that would, you know, um just drag it out a bit. Um that's something. Mm. What? just what about just room ambience for about thirty seconds? Yeah. Go on. It's just us in the office, just doing things. This is uh quite scary now. Uh yeah, I think we're gonna struggle to get to ten minutes. <laughs> Eight forty. <840. laughs> <laughs> Looking at the clock. Uh, they're, what they're going to say is, uh, you two are very talented. You do a great podcast. You do good radio shows. Why did you bother to do this? Because you, you really not put the effort in that, uh worth the Is required. Why don't we do some counting? We could maybe count to 100. Let's talk about foreign counting. What Can you count to... How far can you go mm, in French? Tricky. I, I might... Uh, Ern, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, seven, wheat, neuf, dix, ons, douze, trez, catorze, catorze, that seems, feels wrong, cans. I can't do it. Then it's something like dix, set, dix, wheat, dix, neuf, vingt, vingt, un, vingt, deux, deux, vingt, trois, vingt, quatre, vingt, cinq, vingt, six, vingt, sept, vingt, wheat. not bad actually. That's very good for you. Uh, What German? German. Um, Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, Sieben acht, neun, zehn. Yeah. As far as it goes. Uh, What about Spanish? Oh no. Tres Quattro. Why you got a short tongue? Oh <laughs> no. North. North. Trez. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. What's uh what's after quattro? Sank. No, that's no, French. That's French. Yeah. yeah. Um so that's the counting. Of course I can count. What are you doing there? Shake just shaking. I wonder if they could guess what you're shaking. Yeah. What's that have a think about that, and in a couple of minutes, we'll tell you what it was. Here's another mystery sound. What's this? That's obvious. That's that's scissors. Oh, you give it away. Yeah, but the other one they'll never get that. Um, is there anything you wanted to read? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's have a look in my drawer, see if I've got something to read. Uh, oh, what's that doing in there? Oh, that was there when I moved in. Um no, nothing in there. I've got some batteries. I've got some batteries in my drawer. We're just looking through the office drawers. There's something to read. The cash box in here. Yeah, there's no cash in there. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah, all there all is. No receipts. i tell you what I have got. Uh, in the tidy offices, you probably don't know this, uh, in Northampton, there's a there's a little cafe downstairs where we get our lunch. Um, it's called Cafe Delicious, and I'm just going to run a few uh, of their prices for you. Okay, for a sandwich uh, or a wrap, how much do you think an egg mayo sandwich would cost at um, Cafe Delicious, Andy? I'm gonna go two pound seventy. Two pound ten. Oh. Uh what about a cheese and tomato? Just a basic cheese and tomato sandwich. Two thirty. Two twenty. <laughs> right, okay. This one's a bit elaborate. Crispy chicken and a sweet chili sauce. Uh, 280, 240. They're beating you every time. Finally, uh, panini, either cheese, cheese and tomato, or cheese and ham. They're all the same price. What would you go for on a price? Uh, 290, 330. So that's where they go a bit. Obviously, they make up the money on the paninis that uh, they. <laughs> They're losing out on the sandwiches. Uh, And by the way, baguettes, uh, fillings for an extra filling is 50p. Um, We can't believe you're still listening to this, (laughs) if you are, by the way. But by the way, they do jacket potatoes at 3.40. Um, And it's extra if you want cheese, coleslaw, cheese and beans, tuna mayo and chicken tikka. Uh, so that's Café Delicious. Uh, they're, ba- <laughs> they're based in Northampton. Uh, Dawn's the girl that runs the cafe. She's very nice. And if you want to ever email Dawn, you can uh, email dawn at deliciouscatering.co.uk. That's dawn at deliciouscatering.co.uk. Um, more humming? Okay, yeah. As advertised. Mm. What, I think it's better if you do a tune. Um well, no, do do humming. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you
0: know what that is? Da, 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 da. That's Joy Bunny. That's right, my friend. That's well it, it's technically Joy Bunny, but I would have said it could have Glembier. been Miller yeah. in the mood. But uh, twenty five years ago, this very week. Yeah, you were number one. Number one, thank you. Your first number one. Andy Pickles was number one. He was only 19 years old, lots of hair and enthusiasm, and he had his first number one at 19. That's correct. Uh, and there was a, I went to a pop quiz the other day, and there was a question. Um, the first was um and the Pacemakers. The second was Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Who was the third? That was the question. Was that uh, Pop quiz peaks. Yeah. Yeah, you obviously got that. I got that straight away. Uh, obviously, Jive Bunny was a third. They were the third act to have three, their first three singles go straight to number one. This, uh, CD should just be called Ramblings by the Tidy Boys. I'll relabel it then. So not, not clapping and humming. Ramblings. I'd like to do a whole radio show like this. Uh, I went to Galaxy, actually sat down with Andy Durant and said, could we do a show with no music, just us talking? He said no, uh, and quietly left the room. That's called Like talk radio, I think it's very good. You're very good on the radius, radius Radius. on the the radio. Uh, Who's your favourite radio DJ? Uh, Johnny Vaughan. Uh, Johnny Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan talks sport. Just listen to him on the way back from Bournemouth. I find him very funny. He does uh, this thing where he um, does a a, a pirate radio garage DJ doing sort of football announcements. Very funny man. Very funny man. Uh, No dance DJs there. No. Uh, what about Dave Pierce? He was he was good in he? he was well, good. It was good he good, was good voice good, good. had a good voice. Uh, I th- I liked him better than Pete Tong uh, as far as voice goes. Uh, I think I like Annie Mac. Yeah, um, I'm I'm not. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of female DJs on the radio. Oh right, uh, at all. Right, anybody okay. from Janice Long to Annie Mac to uh, Emma Forbes. <laughs> I don't like any. I said. I said this to the wife in the car. I don't think there's a good female DJ. I don't like their voice. I don't find them funny, uh, and I think they just waffle on. Do you know many funny women in real life or on telly? Both. Uh, let me think. Uh, the funniest. Uh, the funniest woman on TV, I'd say, that's made me laugh over Catherine the- Ahern. No. Um, Oh. I like it when she did Mrs Merton oh yeah Catherine Ahern yeah, yeah. Mrs Merton and your wife's um, got something to say uh, Julie Davis who's Julie Davis uh, she did uh, stuff with Rob Brydon she did quite uh, a right. of lot of stuff and she was also in Gavin and Stacey yeah Julie Davis and uh, she was in Big Train so she's my favourite second would be Carolina Ahern would you say your wife's funny uh, she makes me laugh But not um, We laugh at her Not on purpose I like to see her fall over uh, Once I remember When we lived At our old street um, She fell Down the stairs On her ass And hit every step And I was at the bottom Watching her come down It was like a comedy Every There was about 38 <laughs> steps And her ass Hit every one And landed at the bottom And she looked Really in pain And I laughed But you do don't you yeah, it's like when you see old people slip over. You know, your immediate reaction is to laugh and then go and pick them up. I think Anne Savage is funny. Yes, she can be, mm. particularly when she had a drink. Yeah. Um, but that, that's where it ends. I can't think of another female. My wife's funny. You're, oh, yeah. My yes. wife's funny. In real life, I'd say your wife is probably the funniest female I know. Yeah, just by some of the things she does, but she is generally funny as well. I think she can walk into a room and light it up with funniness. Yeah, she's funny. And that's, I think, why you married her. She is, yeah. a lot of laughter in our house. Do you remember the time I first met your wife and we played that trick on her? um, A test where you said that I'd been on Stars in Their Eyes. (laughs) Oh, you were a David Bowie impersonator. I was a David Bowie impersonator. So, first time we ever met Lisa, or I met her, Andy introduced me and we played a trick on her. And we said... Amadeus was on Stars Arise uh as a David Bowie impersonator, which was a live course. And uh, you told me, say, go on, do it, go on, do it, in front of her. Of course, she's embarrassed. <laughs> and I said, uh, I sung these lines. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. <laughs> in a cafe in London. Yeah. And she didn't know where to look. Yeah, she just looked at you and said, oh, yeah, it's, it's quite good. Yeah, it's really good, that. Uh, brilliant. That's the sort of thing. We, I, I was talking to Sam in the other day while we were here, uh, and we used to play tricks in the tidy office, which you couldn't get away with now. Do you remember when a new member of staff used to join, male? You used to pretend that I fancied them. And oh, yeah. I, I was gay. I think John Hitchin was one of them. Yeah. And he used to come into the studio, bring us coffee and tea. And you'd, what you do when I'm out of the room, you say, Ammo, uh, you know Ammo's gay and he's re- you've only been here a week he really fancies you, then what I'd do is a, a day later when they come in and brought the coffee, I would touch their hand wouldn't I? Like, oh I forgot all about that But you couldn't get away with that in an office these days couldn't you? That'd be sexual harassment Yeah I think I teed it up by saying you uh, you got into trouble uh, in the 80s because <laughs> <laughs> you, you liked you know, teenage boys <laughs> yeah, of age, yeah, of age of age uh, so just be careful. You know, He he does like. Who was the blonde guy? Uh, James. Oh, oh, it was James Davis. James that, Davis. Yeah, he got a bit serious that one. He came to me and said, look, you know, this is getting out of control. Ammo really fancies me and he's, <laughs> he's making suggestions, wants to see me after work. We'd arranged for me to go out for a meal with him, hadn't we? I'd said, Thursday night, what are you doing? And so we used to play this game where, um, we, we, Told the staff that uh, I was bisexual, which was obviously a lie. Um, you got over that phase <laughs> for the purpose of a joke, but that's the sort of thing we used to do at oh, Tidy in the old days. Forgot all about that. Yeah, they were the happy days. Uh, in the old days, we'd just uh, sit in a studio for a week, do a few untidy remixes, get paid a lot of money, and go home. That's it. Hey, we've done nearly twenty minutes now. I, right, right, what do you think we're going to peek at before we literally just stop the recording? Well, how, how far can we take this? Uh, there's maybe another ten minutes really <laughs> I'd like to know where we're going with this do you think anybody is going to be got this far yeah I think so because it's painful listening <laughs> do you think we could approach uh, uh, Galaxy uh, or as it was Capital and uh, send this in as a demo mm-hmm. yeah, I think so yeah this is a new kind of talk show really um, so no I don't think we've got anything more to say 20 minutes you said we'd go for 10 more minutes uh, is there anything else oh, what could- what was that should sure, I tell him? Did, did you, you guess? Did you guess? Go on, tell him, Andy. Uh, it is multicoloured paper clips in a plastic tub. There you go. So, just to More repeat, of that next time. <laughs> uh, the other day, I said to somebody Have you ever been into staples uh, and bought some staples? Mm, That's a good point. (laughs) Or did Staples start out just selling Staples? Well, that was a small business. (laughs) I'll tell you what, let's set up a shop where we just sell Staples. We'll do a fortune. Uh, Have you ever been to Curry's and bought a curry? No, that doesn't work, clearly. But the Staples thing... (laughs) Yeah, was Mr. Curry. He might have been called Mr. Staples. He could have been. So if you have been in Staples and uh, bought some Staples, uh, just let me know on Facebook. Just PM me. Um, What about Gay Darren a Conversation? Yeah, Gay Darren. Let's yeah. talk about him briefly. Troubling me a little bit. He yes. works in an office below you, doesn't he, Andy? He does. He works in an office below me with a Polish boy. Let's, uh, why don't we just slag him off? Because he's never going to listen to this. We could really take the piss out of him badly now. Yeah, he really is Victor Meldrew. He really is. For any listener that doesn't know Gay Darren, he used to be our driver. He can only see out one eye. He's homosexual. Um, but he's not, though, now. he's. That's what troubles me about Darren. He's almost become an amoeba. He's got no interest in relationships, sex. He used to be on grinder, used to be caught hanging around parks, reading newspapers, <laughs> you know, going onto, onto, um, into bushes and, you know, cottage, <laughs> cottaging. Nothing. I think, here's my theory. Go on. I think he is in love with Polish, Polish, Polish Pete. Pete, who works for him, but Polish is straight. And so he doesn't want to get into a relationship because he feels like he's in a relationship but there's no sex involved, okay? So consequently, Darren has no interest in anything else. Because Darren used to go onto websites, uh, get young uh, gentlemen to come around his house, wank him off, and then told him to go. Uh, he didn't kiss them or anything. He was a very uh, very selfish, sexual person. But you see, his previous relationship was with a man who was straight. Yes. And did you know that uh, Gay Darren was straight for the first three years of his uh, adult life, from 16 to 19, and he used to have threesomes with a friend. Uh, but I believe that he only had those threesomes so he could see another man's cock. I think you're right. So, it's a worry about Darren. I always want to set up a helpline. The gay Darren, when I But drive. he's moving house. He's moving into a four-bedroomed house, and he lives on his own, again. Which <laughs> four is, bathrooms? Yeah, which is a worry. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs, I think, really. He used to drive for us. He doesn't do it anymore. He doesn't even come out to gigs anymore so that's gay Darren anybody else you want to talk about I mean it's a good chance for us to get you know clear the air get something off your chest you know if there's something about something that annoys you about the industry that you put on Facebook and everybody go a bastard something that annoys you uh, we're in clubs when people come up and scream in your ear to talk to you because the music's playing and it batters your eardrum and as a DJ that's a bit of a problem for you so you try and protect your ears but someone comes up and shouts full pelt in your ear can you play heaven? Cry, and basically deafens you. Do you know what uh, annoys me? And I think you're going to say I agree, Amadeus. Is when you're DJing, you're concentrating. It's hot. You've t- a bit tired, maybe. You're doing your best, and somebody does that with you. Know, they, they, they do the smiley face thing, like smile, Andy, smile, Andy. Smile. Oh, come on, smile. You're supposed to be having a good time, and you are smiling. You're enjoying it. You're concentrating. But if you smile all the time, you look like a demented twat. Yeah, you look mental. And also the other thing, and someone was doing this to you last night when we were DJing when you're in the mix someone's reaching into the DJ box and tapping you and tugging you wants your attention and you can clearly see you're mixing a record got headphones on dear stop it so uh, there's a few things that uh, annoy us Got Uh, got that off your chest so that's about clubbers Um, I don't think there's anything else that annoys me at the moment. Um, Sometimes when people smell of meat pies in a club, that annoys me. Yeah, there's no reason not to wear deodorant. You know you smell of a meat pie. You take deodorant with you. You're sweating, we understand. But my God, there's been a couple of occasions where there is a strong smell of meat pie comes wafting over the DJ box. But my recommendation for people that have got bad BO is don't buy an aerosol spray. Uh, I used to do that when I was a teenager, and I towards the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> what so what I did is I fell in love with the roll-on uh, and I oh, used right. yeah dove the one with the blue cap dove wear that in the morning put plenty on I tell you what no matter what happens come nine ten o'clock at night you still smell good so if you've got a problem I recommend dove with a blue cap roll on not spray nice tip. Uh, what do you use Andy You use a spray uh, I, I use a variety of things uh, Right guard is it Right guard uh, Is that yeah. a spray it's, I always use sprays never use roll on Why not I don't like it Try it's it Sticky No no, in, no no In the old days they were sticky But now they're good I find that uh, spray stings And doesn't do the job And I can tell you right now It's not Sure for men sure for men's good so uh, that's covered that and look at the time we're at to 20 let's push it we're nearly there let's do 30 minutes because nobody complain. we've got 5 minutes in fact we're going to find ourselves rushing yeah that's absolutely right so anything else you want to talk about music not bothered Uh, not really we talk about that on the podcast Um, covered uh, personal hygiene gay Darren Um, humming clapping laring uh, anything you want to tell people about yourself (laughs) What well, like? What's your favourite food? Uh, I like um, Oriental, so I switch between, obviously, Peking, uh, Thai, Chinese, Cantonese. Uh, that's my favourite. I'll always go for that. Uh, second, uh, recently, as I've got older, I found Italian quite nice. Um used to think it was, you know, boring pasta and a pizza, but there's a, wi- <laughs> there's a wide variety to choose from. So I'm going to go for Oriental first. What about you, Andy? Uh, Indian. Oh. Indian. Uh, no. But made no. by my wife. No, we never get Indian takeaways. Lisa cooks from scratch, herbs, the lot. In But this is your problem. Mm. You've had bad Indians in the past. You've been to crap Indian restaurants and you've mm. had crap Indian food. Mm. I was the same until the age of about 25. Really? And then I had a very good Indian. I thought, oh, this is nice. So the wife, the good lady, she always cooks Indian on a Saturday night. And it's wonderful. So when you come and stay... Is it tomato-based or is well, it creamy? Uh, well... Are there the only uh, two flavours? No, no, no. There's so many different sorts Name of Name another flavour. You've got your Korma, which is your creamy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can have a, sh- a Shaslik, which is a more of a dry dish. Tomato. Or you can have a tomato-based dish. That's it. No, there's lots. I'm not a cook, so I can't explain it. But when you come and stay, you're going to have some Indian food. Every restaurant I've gone to India, they say, do you want it tomato or creamy? No. Do you want it hot or mild? And that's where the yeah. flavour ends. You're misled misled misled. and I I don't like coriander ah now there's a debate no I don't like coriander and 50% of the world doesn't like coriander and do you know what annoys me Andy I go to TGI Friday right I I go and I order something quite nice with a side salad and it comes out and it's smothered in fresh chopped coriander nowhere did it say that on the menu nowhere did it say coriander and I said to the girl in there she was quite chubby and I said to her what's that got to do with it (laughs) I don't know Uh, I said look Uh, I've enjoyed the meal but why does it sprinkle with coriander because did you know look online Google it 50% of people don't like it because it's a generic thing it's generic it's in your genes I mean what it is is genetic Genetic. that's the one I'm looking for you're born with it so you either hate it or you love it like Paul Chambers Flesherry he likes it my wife loves it she's got uh, fresh coriander grown out of a plant pot in a meal she picks it and just drops it on the top and do you know I looked online and if you don't like it what it tastes like Shampoo. Yeah. Shampoo or washing up liquid. Soapy. So, uh, for people who like coriander, I've got nothing against you, but please bear in mind there's a lot of us who don't like it's it. Dreadful. Uh, so, that's covered that. Um, coriander tick box. I'll tick that. Uh, do you know we've only got, if we're going to hit the 30 mark, we've only got about two minutes left. Okay. So, uh, let's build it up to a crescendo. Um, we did say we'd put a bit of humming and clapping in, so we better do more of that. Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, And now we should probably promote something that's going to be relevant and will actually work as a marketing tool to regenerate money for this. Uh, We are going to relaunch Tidy FC, the Tidy fan club. Uh, Everybody's got to be in it. Um, Things are getting too disparate, so I think we should bring everything into one place, one club, and a really focused group of people that are into what we do. I didn't dream in my wildest dreams in 1995 when we put the handbaggers out that we, we, we would be here 20 years later mm. uh, doing this. So the handbaggers. The handbaggers you found out. and We then made pop videos for that. We, we, we spent £8,000, repeat, on the first video for that track and then re-released it because it didn't do so well first time. And we had two and sets of girls. Two sets of girls and two videos. Crazy. we did another video so we wasted spunked a lot of money on that first single however without it we wouldn't be here today so don't knock it second single angel deluxe uh didn't do so quite so well no wrong that's the third single second singles rimshot which i did um and third fourth one was the handbaggers again uh was then it? we yeah it was the fourth one. Fourth one was a re-release of the Handbaggers. Oh, right. found out was it then the red hand gang Red Hand Gang was a white label. Then I think it that was, was a good track. Yeah, Red Hand Gang. Red Hand Gang. Yeah, I've got but what's we, the track. Uh, got to keep on. I'd like to listen to that. I've got vinyl in the uh, warehouse. We'll have a listen. listen to that. Then you've got the all-nighters, Black is Black. Oh, and, uh, one of my favourites. You know, that was our first thing we licensed in uh, from DOS or Die. DOS or Die. So we could talk about the history. That's another CD, isn't it? There's almost a CD waiting to happen with us talking about Tidy History. Quite a nice feature to do with us in our warehouse going through the records and discussing it live. Because I, I was down there earlier and I pulled out Captain Tim yeah. So I, which I totally forgot about there is loads in there you forget about Matar and stuff like that let's do that so we'll do that so yeah I think some good has come of this uh, thank you for listening uh, we've just hit the 30 uh, minute mark I never dreamt we'd do that we were, we were supposed to only do 5 minutes so we have hope we've entertained you because we've got to go now Should we leave them with the hoover We'll we'll end on a track which was a B side that we did back in 1994, December. The A side was When I'm Cleaning Windows. We were two in a tent, and the B side was uh, You Hoovering and Me Recording It. So here is The Hoover.
1: The funny face you see on the screen I'll tell you all about him Then you'll know who I mean Round and jolly and made out of tin We all call him Dusty Bin He's got a red nose and shiny cheeks He knows all the answers But he never speaks He's always dressed in a different disguise See that in his eyes Dusty, dusty, dusty bin We all love you, give us a grin Don't get rusty out in the rain Come on and start playing your game You'd like to take him home to your mom and dad They'd get the biggest laugh that they've ever had He eats left over, so he's cheap to feed The kind of friend you'll always need Just the other day Though everybody loves him You can't give him away He's a great big booby The prize of them all You can hear the kids all say Dusty Dusty